Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. Today I'm joined by my very sarcastic co-host, Abby Prince. Hello, yes, I'm a little bit sassy and sarcastic, <laughs> but it gives me personality. So, um, hi guys! So, unfortunately today, Evan couldn't join us. Um, he might be here later, we'll, we'll have to see about that. But um, we, we're going to start off today's episode by thanking everyone for watching our previous episode and thanking our interview guest, Eric Wilson, for coming on and talking to us about a lot of the issues facing agriculture and, and his, you know, his, his stance on it and how my job depends on ag got started. I thought that was a really cool interview. <clears throat> Definitely. So, um, the topic for today is a little bit of a different one. Uh, if you guys um, haven't been keeping up uh, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, pretty much anything I post on, um, there's been a lot of issues with Tulare's mayor going on right now, and we kind of just like to talk about a lot of the issues about what he said, what um, the ag community has been retaliating with, and then kind of just tie us back to ag literacy as a whole and, and what we can do to, to fix this issue. So, All right, so I think the first point we really want to go into is um, what really started all of this, because you know you got to have backstory, background, you need to know what started this issue before actually getting to the issue itself. So I understand that this is a local issue and it doesn't... Uh, um, affect everyone that listens to our podcast but it is definitely a big issue and it could um potentially get larger right so this all started on facebook and i don't know the exact context because you know things get scrambled and moved around i couldn't find the the original post where this all started but there was one post that of of a line that our mayor um carlton jones stated they kind of started all the um like I guess you say drama with 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 what's with, with what's going on right now, and basically what he said was I'll I actually have that quote in my phone right now. Um, he said that, well, to say it in layman's terms, he basically said that agriculture is more or less a plague. And here, like here's here's the exact words. So Carlton Jones says you're having a conversation with someone in your head. Ag depends on the people. Ag strips the natural resources and contaminates our ground, water, and air. Ag causes asthma and valley fever, cancer, and kills bees. You can't educate me. You're trained. You can share with me what you've been trained to think. We can debate the difference between what you think and what I think. Wow. And so the problem I have with that statement is um, he, which he later goes on to, I guess you could say, make up for this, which I, I don't think he did, honestly. But he basically goes on to say that he doesn't, not support agriculture, but he wanted to acknowledge the fact that there are issues in agriculture. Um, and, you know, we're not going to deny that there are issues facing agriculture. And those definitely aren't but the issues. But the ones that, that he stated are definitely not issues that are um, occurring right now. Right. Or if and they are, they're, they're not they're very, very large no. and they're being fixed. Right. They and have that's, solutions. Yeah, that was kind of the main point of all of this. So um, he goes into this and. Once the entire ad community kind of fired back on him for being the mayor of Tulare, a town full of farmers and... The nation's largest agriculture county. And basically talking, you know, about agriculture in a negative way, the whole ad community lashed out on him. And he basically said that it was taken out of context, that the whole conversation was um, not bashing agriculture. And so he, he posted the full conversation. And in this full conversation, he basically was arguing with Eric Wilson, the, you know, like we said, the... The creator of My Job Depends on Ag. The creator of My Job Depends on Ag. Um, his sister, um, Carlton Jones, was arguing with his sister about agriculture and its current state and stability because his sister said that agriculture 
um, at this point in time is is all but obliterated. It's basically you know deteriorating, and it's not nearly as financially or economically as supportive as it used to be. And it's you know a lot of farmers are struggling right now. And the mayor basically refuted that and said, no, ag's been you know, ag's at its best that it's been in a long time, and that's very far from the truth if you know anything about the agriculture economy in this area. Um, so Carlton Jones kind of goes goes on and, and says this comment, which whether or not it was taken out of context is irrelevant. The fact that he said anything at all about agriculture without being fully informed on the issue at hand, it just... That's an issue in itself. That's an issue in and of itself. And not only that, he... After being proved wrong, he continued to fight. And that kind of just goes to show that not only does he not know what he's talking about, that he continued to show his, I guess you could say, ignorance, ignorance to, to, to the subject. oblivious. Right, it's, and, yeah. and I don't, I'm not trying to bash the mayor on whether or not he's a good mayor or whether or not he's a good person, but he shouldn't be talking about things that he has very little knowledge on, especially in this town. And I kind of just want to go over a couple of things that he said and, and why they're harmful to a public that does not know any better. And so um, one of his later comments that was posted a few days after this whole argument went down was that... Basically, farmers rely on water like it's welfare, and he com- he compared farmers to welfare recipients and basically said that his fa- his brother, who's a barber, doesn't rely on the government for electricity, so why should farmers rely on the government for water? And that just kind of shows a large lack of understanding because very clearly farmers don't rely on water like it's welfare. We need water to grow food so that way all consumers can eat. And before I go on, um, Evan actually uh, decided to join us here so uh decided to <laughs> <laughs> he kind of walked in so hello. evan's evan's here now hello everyone <laughs> so um evan kind of joined us in this uh, conversation evan i'm not sure how up to date you are with everything that's been going on with the mayor um but we basically just been kind of talking about all the things the mayor said on facebook and the things that were said at the town hall meeting and all those kinds of things so i'm not sure um what your stance is on yes. all of it but i actually watched you get up and speak that was very Ballsy. <laughs> I was very proud. Sorry. Me too. Yeah. Us too. At home, we were like, dang, go Brendan. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. great. Yeah. So for you, for those of you who don't know, um, there was a town hall meeting that the mayor conducted that I actually stood up and spoke at, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we're finishing up the, the Facebook post part of it, the kind of the, mm-hmm. the origin of this whole issue. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just to kind of wrap up this, this first point of it, basically the mayor just said that, you know, farmers always complain about the weather and that they're always relying on the government for water and subsidies and all this stuff and it kind of just shows that the mayor doesn't know that much about agriculture and that he doesn't appreciate where his food comes from no matter how much he says he actually supports agriculture so um, he's kind of contradicting himself and so that's been really difficult as an agriculture community and trying to educate the public as well as the mayor that ag isn't bad that we're actually trying to feed the world as it mm-hmm. is continuously um, growing in population and um, that we really care about the food that we put on our table and those the rest of the public and so that's been really difficult to being able to educate absolutely so um kind of moving into our second point here i kind of like to go over because we interviewed eric wilson in the last episode which unfortunately evan you weren't there for but i'm not sure if you listened to the last episode eric wilson said that he liked to come back Mm -hmm. so you'll get another chance to to talk to him so he's a really cool guy um but he made a couple comments about the whole mayor situation without you know going into too much detail about what happened or his thoughts on it, but he basically said that if the mayor would have originally said that he supported the farmers 
and acknowledged that there were issues facing agriculture, but he said that his farmers were trying to fix them, it would have alleviated the whole issue. There wouldn't have been even been any controversy if he would have said that in the first place. We wouldn't have this problem that we, we're having now. We wouldn't have, you know, none of this would, would be going on. But he didn't say that. He didn't say he supported farmers until long after this whole issue went on because, well, and my theory is that he saw that he was losing this fight and he needed a way to get some footing back in, uh-huh, exactly. back in the uh, argument. So I kind of just like to take a minute to talk about the town hall meeting that we were talking about just a minute ago, what the mayor said, what um, a lot of the people at town hall were saying, what I stood up and said and that kind of thing, kind of just show um, where the conversation went. So the mayor hosted this town hall meeting basically just to draw in all these farmers from the community and, and draw in all these people to talk about him and, and kind of just, he said it was to encourage a conversation about agriculture, to help educate him and to help educate us about all the issues going on with agriculture right now and what can be done about them and what is being done about them. And what it really resorted to was a lot of farmers spitting off a lot of statistics, some of which we've used on this uh, podcast before, you know, just the usual stuff about water or about urban sprawl or about um, and you know animal rights or GMOs or pesticide use all of these things were, were talked about and farmers had all this information because these were all concerns that the mayor had and these are all issues that he thought were important to talk about so we talked about them but the problem I had with the whole conversation is the mayor it seemed which maybe he's very good at multitasking but he seemed to <laughs> ignore a lot of what the farmers were saying and and that just kind of shows that he doesn't care much about the issue at hand so we had farmers talking about water and why it's important to farmers. We had issue. We had farmers standing up and talking about um, how long they've been in the community and how much they care about agriculture and how much they care about feeding the world and how they're not trying to kill the consumer. And then I stood up and talked about the fact that ag literacy is such an important thing to keep in mind whenever we're trying to have these discussions. And I talked about how you know being an FFA and being in school and talking to people about these things and having the podcast have all prepared me to talk about these kinds of topics and that I, I found it kind of my responsibility to educate others in, in what I know. So I did that. I talked to them about um, ag literacy, about my 72% fact, about all that kind of stuff. And then I ended my comment by saying the same thing that Eric, that Eric Wilson said, that if he would have originally said that he supported the farmers, he could have avoided all of this. And before I could finish my statement, I start, I started to finish off my statement by saying that by quoting one of the things that Mayor Jones said, when he literally said that his job depends on taxpayers, I started to, to quote that, and the mayor basically cut me off, which it was partially my mistake because I did ask him a question, but he didn't let me finish the point I was trying to get at. And um, he basically danced around the points I was trying to make, and it just kind of showed that he either wasn't listening to what I was saying or that he didn't agree with what I was saying and therefore didn't respond to it in the way that he should have. Um, and that's, you know, that's not to say that he has to agree with everything I say because he has every right and, you know, to, to not agree with what I say and to, and to argue with me. But it's one thing to disagree with what someone says. It's another thing to completely ignore what they say and talk about what you want to talk about just because, you know, you don't like what they said. And so those are kind of just some of the things that I noticed that were going on at the town hall meeting and kind of um, some of the issues that um, sparked everything that's been going on. I've been getting a lot of feedback for what I said and a lot of the other farmers have been too. And I just I don't think that he has a lot of support at this point because a lot of people in this community are very supportive of agriculture. And I think that's a very kind of a cool thing to to see. You know, all of our farmers banging together and working towards um you know this one goal. Um, so moving towards our third point, this is where I kind of want you guys to jump in a little bit because it's a little bit 
easier for all three of us to talk about this is kind of the the big deal about ag literacy, which we talk about this time and time and time again on this podcast. But ag literacy is like this is a, uh, this is a prime example of why we need this, so why we need this podcast and why we need to do what we're currently doing, and that's because we have people that don't know where their food comes from. And this causes, you know, a domino effect of issues that leads to another set of people that don't know where they're coming from and another generation, another generation of, of unaware public that oppose agriculture because they don't understand what it's doing. And so there's a lot of concerns brought up about pesticide use and how they cause cancer and how they're killing people. And one of the comments I made was it makes no logical sense to say that a farmer is trying to kill its consumer. Like, why would any farmer try to kill its consumer? That makes, you know, that there's no logic in that and so the only reason that statement was made in the first place is because people don't understand the pesticides are used to try to help the consumer not hurt them and that you know without pesticides that a lot of crops would go bad and that a lot of um, food would, would not be suitable for humans to eat and, and any residue left over from not residue but like um, I don't know what you call it like any leftover, like any damage left over from the pest infection, if it wasn't caught, then it could it could harm the consumer. Like there's a lot of negative effects to not using pesticides, and so we need them. And it's not like we're overusing them, but people don't understand that. I think that you know you spray a field and it's automatically poisonous. Well, so, like Eric Wilson, like he made a really good comment when we got to interview with him when he since he is in the spraying industry, that when people ask him about it, he says. Um, why would you spend money on seed and water, plant your crop in the ground and till it and fertilize, well, not fertilize it, till it and give it water, you're basically setting yourself up for failure. There's no, you're not going to have a well-producing crop without the pesticides to get rid of the bugs that will come and eat the crop or also the herbicides of having weeds take up the rest of the nutrients that the crop actually does need. And so they are used for benefit for the farmer so that the consumer can have the perfect product. And everything is regulated. We have in California the strongest um, set of stand, the highest standards and the strongest regulations to produce the most nearly perfect foods because mm-hmm. we want the safest stuff for our consumers. Right. And so, um, kind of just the problem I saw with all the comments that are coming from the town hall meeting and from on Facebook and all the people that were opposing agriculture is. None of them seem to have a strong idea of what farmers are doing or why they're doing it or the regulations that are in place. Because, like, the whole bee comment saying that agriculture kills bees, I mean, there are tons of, of studies showing that agriculture actually helps the bee population and that, you know, the Farm Bureau states that 90% of crops de- are dependent on bee pollination. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would it make sense for us to kill the bees that we rely on so much? Like, it's just, there's a lot of logical... And there's regulations making sure that farmers don't kill the bees because right. you they're... Can, you can get sued for killing a farmer's they're bees. They're necessary. They're necessary. Right. So, I think kind of the central point of this episode I wanted to make was it's important to teach whoever you can about agriculture because if you don't, those people might go on to become public officials and pass legislation that causes problems for farmers. I mean, you have Prop 2, you have the... Um, the water allotment that's currently in the works, you know, the, the government is trying to take away water rights for a lot of farmers, and that's something that's been um, fought over for a while. Now you have all these environmental, um, like protection groups that are trying to take away all these rights from farmers, and it's all because they don't understand what farmers are trying to do, and that's why it becomes our job, and the job of anyone who understands the truth, to communicate that information. Because if you have an unwilling, if you have an unwilling speaker, you're gonna have an even more unwilling audience. 
So I'm not sure. I mean, Evan, do you have anything else you wanted to? Yes, to add I'm in actually there? looking something up about what you just said so I can <laughs> quote it the right way. But it is about our water. I do have something to say about our oh shoot, our water. Actually, in the first place, I was on my way over here thinking about all the water comments that were being made about how farmers should not have rights to water like that is not their right to have water. But water rights is not set up as farmers being entitled to have water to grow their crops. Water rights is so that the consumers are entitled to have food on their table mm. to be able to eat. That's a really good way of thinking about it. Yeah, no. So, and... I'm sure if you told more people that perspective of it, they'd be a little bit more mm -hmm. willing to understand why we're doing what we're doing. But it's because, which I blame the farmers in, in some part, you know, the, or maybe not just the farmers, but anyone who's agriculturally literate, I blame them in some part for not doing their job and educating those who need to be educated. But I mean, they're not all to blame because you have a public like our mayor that is refusing to be educated. Our mayor specifically said in one of his quotes that you cannot educate him that he refuses exactly. to learn. And, he... and I think that was the comment that really struck me. I mean, everything that he said against ag can... any If anybody says something against ag, you can obviously talk to them. You can try to change their mind. But once they say an arrogant statement, like, mm -hmm. you cannot educate me, that is what really got me in this... Um, in a person with such a office in this town, right. you know, to hold that position and to make that comment. Right. It was really baffling. Yeah, no. So... Um, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. I just wanted to address some points that have been recently going on in our community, and they kind of tie back to our central theme of, of ag literacy. So here's the here's what I was just going to oh, yeah. bring up about the water that Devin Nunes actually posted today. That Governor Jerry Brown yesterday approved two new laws limiting water usage for California. So dairy limits will begin at 55 gallons per person, later dropping to 50 gallons. Wow. So keep Jeez. in mind that in like a um, an average person perspective – that eight, an eight-minute shower uses about 17 gallons, Jeez. a load of laundry uses about 40, and a bathtub can hold 80 to 100 gallons of water. Wow. And farmers, and you can you can go without an eight-minute shower for a couple days. You right. can go without a load of laundry minutes. for a couple days. Yeah. Right. You can go without a bathtub full of water for a couple days. You can't go without water for no. more than so many days. No. I mean food. Food, right. Food. I, no, we, we got can't go without made. food. No. So for... For 55 gallons, less than, almost, oh, just a little bit higher than one load of laundry, less than a bathtub is that's, yeah, it's, it's kind ridiculous. of ridiculous. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's, it's just another example of a lack of agriculture harming the farmers for, for no reason. I mean, there's there's no purpose in trying to harm the people that are trying to feed you. I mean, we all hear the, the statement, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Well, this is, you know, this is it. the clear as day example of it. So those are all kind of the points I wanted to address for this episode. If you guys have any final statements you'd like to make, um, no. Um, we're actually recording this on the first day of voting, so yeah. get out and so, vote for your representatives. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're actually, Evan and I are actually about to head over to the city council meeting um, to see how everything goes down with the mayor and, and how the city council handles his, um, his actions over the past well, a few weeks. And at the forum, it was all live streamed on Facebook. And so, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, I couldn't attend the meeting. So I watched it with my parents mm -hmm. sitting at home. And that's how we were cheering on Brendan when he got up <laughs> to speak. Um, but seeing the comments, we when I first started watching it, it was probably about 7.30 in the evening. And there were a little bit less than 200 people. An hour and a half later, there were over 550 people 
on the Facebook live on the live stream. Yeah. And just the comments that were rolling in showing statistics, support for the people who were standing up and um, trying to teach and educate and just provide um, correct statistical evidence that agriculture is actually positive and it's not necessary and it's not negative and there are problems but we are working on fixing them and so it just goes to show that even though there were a lot of empty seats in the meeting there were definitely people voicing their opinions on social media and those have definitely spread by word of mouth um Mm -hmm. throughout our community and they will continue to do so and also before my last thing i like to say is you have a little shout out to a blog that's really good at um picking at these certain issues as of right now, that I share on Facebook. So if you find me on Facebook, it's called the Faria Freedom Zone. Oh, and he does a really great job at um, identifying the fallacies in these um, statements and comments that are being made, and um, directing you to a great point of um, facts that will help you understand the points that he is making. Yeah, Zach Fried does a really good job in his explanation of a lot of the issues going on, especially right now. Um, I I read the Freedom Freedom Zone Two, Free of Freedom Zone Two is a really really good blog. So you guys should definitely check that out too. Um, I just like to say thanks for all the support for both you know me going up there and talking and all the support you've shown this channel and and this podcast and all. Go the... watch the Facebook live stream. Yeah, go watch the live stream. I think it's at like eight thousand. It's probably on YouTube like too. It's, oh yeah, well I posted my video on YouTube, so like yeah yeah. There's just but whenever the podcast goes up, go find it on Facebook. Yes. And this will be posting the day after the city council meeting, so I guess we'll kind of, you know, update you guys in the next episode how everything went. But, yeah, so I think this is it for for our episode. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next one. And don't forget, if you ate today, thank a farmer. <laughs>